Claire Isaac, welcome. Hello. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you very much for having me on this fine day. Thank you for having me. Um, I'm Lisa Sinclair, you're Claire Isaac. This is Playing Devil's Avocado, a podcast, and this is episode four, season three. No, episode no? four, season four. Really? Yes. Gosh, okay, I missed that. Isn't it? Uh, must have been asli- I must have been asleep. <laughs> isn't it? Isn't it season four? Yes, season oh. four. Episode oh. four, season four. Oh, my God. All right, okay. All right, now now we know all the information. We can get on with it. Um, we've got some things to talk about this issue, or this yeah. issue, this episode. Yeah. Um, we've got laundry. We're going to talk about laundry, Claire, which is something that we all get quite excited about, isn't it? Um, we've got some beauty spot, beauty spot. Beauty spot, some beauty spot. Culture club. Culture club. We've got some big questions. Mm-hmm. Quite a few big questions, actually. Oh. Um, and you want to talk about the sense of smell, so that sounds good, doesn't it? <laughs> but to when you kick say off, it like that, it doesn't sound great. But yes, no, no. But to kick off, Claire, yeah. let's talk about laundry. Right here, not life laundry, actual laundry. Yeah, literal, literal laundry. Literal laundry. You sent through a lovely um, story from the Guardian by Luciana Tonti called "Laundry mm. 101." Why cheap detergent is fine and how to decode garment care symbols. Yes, because, you know, I know how to live. You do but know how to live. I was very excited by this because yes. washing is a big part of, you know, all of our lives. All of our lives. And especially in Sydney with the rain and, the, and mm. in all of New South Wales and, and Queensland, essentially, washing has been high on the list of topics once, you know, about if you're not in danger or, or losing your house or whatever because... No one can get their washing dry. Can't get your washing dry, but also like we're dealing with mould as well. And mould, yeah. Lots of things in yes. the wardrobe that you pull out and you go, oh, oh dear. Yes. So um, the most uh, interesting part about this story, I thought, was that it's Shannon Lush, you know, who you love, don't mm. you? She's love Shannon Lush. Gu- laundry guru. Yes, I have her book. I have her stain removal book. Actually, it's my husband's stain removal book. Yeah. And we, re- we refer to it often right i can't recommend that book enough to have in your house right well she was i mean this whole story is fascinating but there's one part of it that just really rang for me because i spend a lot of time wondering what detergent is best she says doesn't matter if it's washing powder or liquid detergent because um the difference is relatively superficial and you may as well buy the cheapest one because they're all the same isn't that interesting? All the same. Because there I that am so going, I wait for Omo to go on sale or whatever. Yeah. But actually, I'm I should special. just be getting the... Um, the Audi. Get the Audi one, which I do sometimes buy, but I didn't think they were as good. But now apparently they are. And um, she says powder detergent is better for top loaders while liquids are better in front loaders. Um, eco detergents don't work as well. Um, in fact, sometimes they're only marginally better than washing with plain water, she says. Wow. Because they don't break the surface tension on the water as well, which means the water can't get into stains and muck out. Get to get in to get stains and muck out. But they are but liquid detergents are more eco friendly than powder. So if you are trying to be, you know, um thinking about the environment, then you should buy the liquid ones and get refillable ones just so that you're not, you know, polluting the world with more plastic bottles. Um, she also said you can you can use less detergent than you think. So half the recommended dose is enough. Now, I'm I'm an over, over um, detergenter. I put in way too are much. You? Yeah, because I think mm. it smells better. 
but mm. apparently that's bad because you don't get it all out necessarily once you do the rinse cycle. Does she say anything about nice smelling um, stuff? Well, I think she just thinks that we'll put more in because we think it's going to be nice smelling, but she said it's, yeah. it's actually just down to personal yeah. taste. There's no there's no way of keeping that nice smell in. But she also says that um, fabric softeners are a waste of money. It's really interesting mm. what she says um, because it, it damages your clothes because it's basically oil. Right. Um, and she said to make if you have um, a top loader, use a quarter of whatever the directions on the laundry detergent say. If you have a front lo- loader, use one eighth. Then add two tablespoons of bicarbonate of soda to your washing powder or liquid, and put two tablespoons of white vinegar in the slot for fabric softener. And that mm. means your clothes come out cleaner, stay cleaner longer, and dry one third faster. Isn't that interesting. It is interesting, and if Shannon Lush says it, uh, I I will. Um, I'm going to follow those rules. Abide by her. Me I will too. follow her rules. Then she yeah. had a whole thing in there, which I might post the story in the PDA. Yeah, post it on the PDA because which is our Facebook group. Yes, because there's a whole thing about the the symbols on your clothes and what they mean. And of course, most people will go, "Well, I know what they mean," but I didn't know all of them. Like just very straightforward. Anything that looks like a bucket filled with water is explaining how to wash something. A square is telling you how to dry something. Now, that, oh. might, that might seem obvious. I did know that. You do know it when you see it, but, it, you know, no. like well, there's all the things. I did like know the, that. The dots mean heat, one dot is cool, two is warm, two lines oh, beneath the symbol that. means delicate. Like, there's all sorts of things going on there. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. Okay. So fascinating, fascinating. So that's that's washing for you in a nutshell. Well, that's the first washing. We've got another washing yes. to talk, thing to talk about. <laughs> yes. You don't think I like more than to talk about washing? No. Well, this is interesting because everyone uses dry shampoo. Yes, love it. Did you know you can get one for your clothes? I did not. So, you know how Febreze used to exist, right? Which was, I guess, yeah, the same. Yeah, still exists. Yeah, same it's still thing. still around. But it's mostly That's for... just a smell. That just is to mask smells. Yeah, and to freshen... And you can put it on your couch and stuff like that. Like, if, you're, if, yeah. you, if your house has got cooking smells and stuff, you can kind of use it that way. Yes. But this... Um, I don't know if you can get it here. It's a dry shampoo for clothes. It's called Day 2 Dry Wash Spray. I'm just looking, you can't get it here. All right. Well, you could probably buy it from overseas and get it shipped here at some point. Amazon. You can yeah. get it on Amazon. And what it is is a spray that, because people, the people who made it discovered that 40% of clothes go in the washing machine don't really need to. They're the ones that, which I'm sitting on a pile of them right now, the ones that are on the chair drobe or the floor drobe that you're just like not sure whether you can put away or whether you should wash them or not. And, um, so basically they're saying you can use it for um, wear in between wash, to get more wear in between washes, for gym goers who want to give your gym gear a quick refresh, for frequent travellers. So instead of, you know, if you're going away for two nights, you could probably get another wear out of the, the top that you're wearing and stuff like that. And so what's the difference, sorry, between this and something that smells nice? It's got like a detergent in it, has it? Well, it's got, it freshens, drops, creases and revives softness. Oh, okay. So I imagine it, I don't, I mean, it, I can't imagine that it really does a lot of Clean cleaning. Cleaning. Yeah. No. It, but it must give it a little freshen up and maybe it is a smell thing and but also a, um, you know, just a nice little sort of boost. For freshen a, up. A it's a fresh up. Fresh, yeah. 
Um, yeah. And I don't know. I mean, yes, I would probably use it, but I don't like to wear dirty clothes. So it will depend on no. what you think. I, I don't think I'd use it on my gym clothes. But I would wear it if it was like if it was a nice pair of trousers or a skirt or something. You just wanted to give it a little freshen up or whatever. Happy to have it in my house. I might buy it when I'm going to buy all my cheap washing powder. Yeah, all right. Well, talking about cleaning, Claire. Mm-hmm. Let's go on to beauty spot. Beauty, beauty spot, spot. Beauty, beauty spot. spot. Because you have been cleaning. Your face, sort of, but not really. Well, I just, I've been feeling like I look like a dead person. <laughs> oh, I've lovely. had a lot of meetings in the last couple of weeks and a lot of, like, intense workshops in an office with no air, you know, and you just, mm. having come from working from home where there's always fresh air around, it has, I think it's really impacted my skin. So I bought some Dermalogica um, skin products the other day <laughs> online just because I, they're my favourites. And I got this free multivitamin power recovery mask. And so I put it on yesterday for 20 minutes. And my skin is amazing. It's amazing. It literally does what it says. It gives you power recovery. <laughs> Costs about oh, $78. It's expensive. Well, that's quite a lot. Mm. Um, but, you know, like you get you get quite a lot of um, uses out of the tube. It's a, I mean, a hundred. What is it, a cream or a gel? It's a cream. And it's kind of orange, like you it put might it on. have vitamin C in it. Yeah, you put it on, you just let it sit there for 20 minutes and then you just um, rinse it off. Um, but honestly, my skin just looks so much better today than it did two days ago. Um, oh, and jolly I, good, I feel like it? it just gives you a bit of a pep. It's really good for anti-aging. It says it's really good for tired, stressed skin which, of course, Ooh. we all have if we're stuck in offices for days at a time. Highly little recommend. Pick me up. Yeah, a little pick-me-up. Very me good. Up. Yeah, what have you got? Okay. You've got some beauty spot too. I have got some beauty spot, beauty spot. I have been taking some supplements. Do you know mm. this JS Health range? I do know her. Jessica have you Seaford taken them? Um, yes. No, I haven't, but everyone says they're really good. Popular. Mm. Yeah, they're very popular and... Um, She's in Coles now. She's doing ever so well. And I bought the metabolism and sugar support mm. supplements. I think they're doing something. Oh. Yeah. They're not cheap. They're 45 bucks for 60 tablets, and you take two a day, one in the morning, one in the evening. Um, I think it's hard to know with these um, vitamins mm. because it, they say they use words like supports healthy blood sugar. Yeah, you know what does that mean? And what does it mean? And supports body ma- metabolism and me- metabolic rate, assists things and supports things. But very nice of it to say, support you in that way. It is. <laughs> it is. Um, what I would say is. I don't know. I sort of feel like they're doing something. Um, they well, I did say to you you had more energy, didn't I, last I've week? I definitely got more energy, but I think that was to do with the full moon possibly oh. um, last week. But it was a very big full moon. Also, it could be to do with this, but I definitely find that they um, have stopped me snacking in the afternoon. Oh, that's a huge one. Yeah. I definitely find that if I have a good lunch, I'm, I can go through to dinner. Hark at you, so, Mrs. Mrs. Non-Snacky. Yes, so that that might be the sugar support. Yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, I am actually think there's something in it. 
right, I'm uh, dashing out. I'm going to have to yeah. put, put this on hold while I dash out yes. to get some. Yeah, and tablets. it's actually made me, it's now made me think that I might buy some more of their her products because if this is working, I don't see why the others shouldn't. No. Mm, right. But they're not cheap. So that's but there's a big whole hoo-ha going on because there's another rival company that is um, has launched very similar products and is using in their um, advertising material half the price of JS Health. Yeah, which which yeah. I think is really quite naughty. Um, so there's a, another company that's basically putting out her stuff, but for half the price. But I don't know. I think that's a bit naughty. So, but I would go back and try some more of her range, JS right. Health. Right. That's my my little tip for today. Well, we will have um, glowing skin and be fabulous, won't we, oh, with but, that combination? Why not? And the thing about all my energy, Claire, is that I've been out and about. Out and about. Out, out and about. And about. <laughs> I, <laughs> I... Uh, have you got lots of vouchers in, and stuff that you haven't used because of lockdown? Um, I've got a couple. I've got a couple that I still need to use, yes. Yes. So we, we're working through ours, um, and one of them was I bought Timmy for his birthday in lockdown maybe last year, uh, a voucher for Archie Rose. Right. Which is the gin distillery. Um, they make delicious gin. And so yesterday we went and did a um, make-your-own-gin class. Fun! And I've got to tell you, it's the most fun. And it's quite good value. It's 115 bucks, But at the end, you walk away with two 200-milliliter gins that you've made. Yeah. Um, plus, you get a gin and tonic while you're there. Plus, you sort of get the – I, I thought it was good value. The, the thing I would say is you get really quite pickled while you're doing it. <laughs> because, because they give you all the botanicals to add to the gin – but all the botanicals are like 40% proof already. Right, right. And you have to taste the botanicals before you add them to your 45% proof gin. Wowza. So all those little nips of 45% proof gin really do add up. And especially because you start, we started at midday. So it, but I was I was quite squiffy by about 1222. <laughs> um, which, and, you know, not a bad thing. And did you make a really bizarre combination of things that went that now you're really regretting because you were just, you know, a bit too drunk to Look, I didn't but one of the people who was with us let's call him Scott he definitely did <laughs> um, it's an it, orange and salami gin yes it's quite interesting though because you, you, when you're tasting there's eight botanicals and there's sort of there's juniper which is completely you know that from gin yeah. but then there's like lemon myrtle and strawberry gum they're all native australian botanicals but some of them you taste them you're like that is disgusting that's not going anywhere near my gin yeah um so i made a i made a, a dry and then i made a sort of a summer gin as well mm. yeah, it's fun i really recommend it for, yeah, like for to something do to do yeah maybe i'll yeah. do that maybe i'll do, do that it. i love do a bit it of, i don't know if you know this but i do like gin I have heard that. I have heard that rumour. <laughs> what I would say is that after yesterday, I actually probably won't be having a gin and tonic for a while. Because, right. Yeah, gin and, it was a little bit of gin overload. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting. It was, a, it was a, you know, it was an experience. And that's what life's all about at that's the moment, right. isn't it, Claire? It is. You know what I would say? It's a tonic, yeah. a gin and tonic for the soul. I like that. Yeah. We, you had that. to enter the, you had to enter the, um, name called the, what you called your gin oh, to yeah. get a prize and they had um a 
smutty award. So we entered, because some of the botanicals are roots, so we entered not a dud root, which didn't win because there was a a stag do there, which I thought was a lovely thing to do on a stag do, is go and make your own gin. Mm. And they entered Santa's sack because they made a Christmas gin, so they won with Santa's sack. But then I put it on Instagram, and a friend of ours, let's call him Sebastian, He's messaged me to say, oh, I did that and I won the prize. And he called his gin Ginger Spice. Ah. And he won with that. Ah. Right. So there you go. So if you're going, you know yeah. which one's to use. Think to ahead. Yeah. Or think ahead. <laughs> oh. About right. a good name. Yeah. Uh, work towards the gin, the great gym joke name. Yes. With what they give you in return. Yes. Fabulous. Exactly. Mm. Um, if you're not out and about, Claire, mm. you might stay home and do some culture club. Culture club. Now, very strangely for you, you haven't got anything on culture club. I know, but I was going to talk about Rachel. Um, I was going to say I'm not enjoying it. Oh, again, Rachel. Mm. Yeah. Why aren't you enjoying? I'm it? finding it really hard going. I don't know oh. why. I love Marion Keith, but. I just I don't care enough about Rachel. I think maybe I maybe I needed like you to have read the first one again and the second one again or whatever. But I just I'm finding it really hard to to like her. I'm finding it really hard to like the characters. Oh, hmm. interesting. Okay, I think yeah, maybe as a standalone book it doesn't work. Maybe you need that reminder of the previous book yeah maybe yeah I mean I, I know what you're saying though she she is a bit sort of um I suppose she's flawed and that's the whole point about her isn't it yeah maybe she's a little bit like selfish flawed. or something yeah I think she's a bit selfish and I yeah. and I also but but I mean you know when you as you read the book and you kind of understand what's gone on in the past yes if especially if you hadn't read the other books um you know, there is a lot to unpack and I guess her life hasn't been the jolliest. I just, I'm just not, um, you know, I think I wanted it to be uproariously funny and... Yes, it's not that. It's, it's got not. some real... Yeah, yeah. It's got some real dark sides to yeah. it. Yeah. Anyway, so that's oh. what I was going to say to you, but you've got some much cheerier things to talk about. I do. I started watching Minx on Stan. Yeah, have is you it good? No, that? I haven't, but I've heard of such a thing. Yeah, it's really fun. It's about it's a feminist about, magazine, right? Yes, or... set in the 70s, um, and a woman is trying to start her feminist magazine, which is some, called something like, you know, I can't even remember, Feminist Anarchy or something, <laughs> and she can't get anyone to do her mag, and then this guy who's a publisher says, I'll do your mag, but he also publishes porn. Right. So it's all quite fun, lots of great costumes, Um in that she he wanted to do a centerfold and she was like, but that goes against all my beliefs. And then at the same time, Cosmopolitan comes out with the Burt Reynolds centerfold. Right. And she's like, oh, okay, maybe it is okay. So then they're doing these centerfolds. So there's lots of um there's lots of actual penises in it. Oh. Because they do a casting session for their centerfold. And it's quite interesting because you know when they always do those um artwork and it's like everybody shows their vagina or here's a thousand different vulvas or whatever (laughs) um and it's like and then you're watching this tv show and there's like all these different penises on the tv show which you you never ever see well there's a reason for Um, that isn't there (laughs) because they're not particularly attractive are they let's face it they're quite well they're interesting yeah anyway 
interesting. I, yes. Um, but it's very fun, especially for people who work in magazines like us, probably would like it even more. But um, And it drops weekly, which is fun. I quite enjoy that. Um, the other thing, of course, is that we're still watching maths and there's all that stuff going on with... I've photo. given up maths. Oh, have you? Because it's too nasty. Yes. I just got to the point where I think I'd seen anything of interest and then I just thought, yeah. I don't I don't want to go down the nude photo scandal route. Uh, I don't care anymore. I'm just like, I'm out. I don't ah, care. That's good. Yeah, I think that's really yeah. admirable. I yeah. do care, but I'm not caring enough to talk about it today. Okay, great. Because I feel like it's had enough airtime, all that stuff. Yes, I agree. Um... Talking about just celebrities, though, because we've just done Culture Club, mm. I saw a celebrity, Claire. Yeah, you were very excited. You texted me immediately. Yes, it was Todd Sampson, mm. who's the advertising guru who does Gru- Gruen Transfer, doesn't he? And he yes. also has his own show where he tests, tests things. things. does does yes. stupid things like not eating. Um, do you like Todd Sampson? I have, um, I'm, yes. I mean... He's not one of my favourite people in the world, like you know. No. I, but I would be excited to see him in the flesh. Yes, as it were. Um, yeah, he might be a sort of little crush of mine, maybe. Yeah, it's cute. Yeah. Um, it's fun when you so, see a celebrity, isn't it? It is fun. Um, I was, yeah, I was like, oh, and I had to do that thing where I pretended I hadn't seen him, you know, <laughs> as I he bet. walked past me in how the street. Many, how many times he thinks, oh, here we go. He's yeah. someone pretending they haven't seen me. <laughs> yeah. So I was excited to spot him, um, but not as excited as my all-time best spot, which was Ottolenghi. Yeah, that is that is quite a good spot, isn't it? Mm. That is a very, very good spot. Did you get a photo with him? You did, didn't you? With Ottolenghi, I yeah, did, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> But I didn't with Rick Stein when I saw him the other day. Right. Because I left him alone, <laughs> even though I was very excited to see Rick Stein. <laughs> You love a chef, don't you? You love a chef. Do you like a chef spot? Chef. I can't yes. remember. The, I don't see. I haven't seen a famous person for a long time. Oh. But um. Well. You know. What's the best celeb spot you've ever had? I think we've talked about this before, haven't we? Yeah, I can't remember. Well, I saw jo- um, Jason Donovan once in the street. That was quite cool. That's exciting. Um, and you know, I mean, I used to work for for a celebrity magazine, so I've seen it. Oh, you know, so I've, you've, I've, oh, you've seen them all. I've seen yeah. them all. Yeah, mm. <laughs> but we are going to. I saw, uh, I saw Nick Cave in um, London. You would have liked that. I would have loved that. Mm. Yeah, I would have loved that. What was he doing? I like it when they're well, doing normal things. Like he was just know. walking down the street. Yeah. I actually think he went into Waterston's bookshop. Mm. Did that? I, I like where... that too. I like the fact yeah. that they aren't just you know. The... Yeah, it was near where he lived. Right, it's all adding up. Yeah. Yes, well, I've got a section here called Just Do It. What's that about, Claire? Oh, that was your um, that was your things about how to get rid of chores really quickly, wasn't it? it was oh, we should a... have done this when we talked about laundry. Yeah, well, we can, oh. you know, it's still, it's still worth All talking right. about it. Three minute rule. Okay. It's pretty, it's pretty amazing rule, actually. I think it's worth, yes. I think it's worth bringing up. Yes, I have a ten, I have a rule which is a ten minute tidy up. Right. Which is... Sometimes I'll think, well, I've got to do this, I've got to do that. And then I think, well, you know, I have actually got, I can just spend 10 minutes cleaning the kitchen. Yeah. And that works really well. 10 minute tidy up. It's like, okay, I'm going to spend 10 minutes trying to sort out the bedroom. 
Um, but this is a three minute rule. Oh my God, imagine. Imagine if you could spend three minutes tidying your bedroom. I would, yeah. my bedroom would have to be already tidy for that to be the case. Yes. <laughs> Um, but this is psychologists say the secret to stop procrastinating over tasks you dislike is to do them for a few minutes. Could it work? This was in The Guardian as well. Mm. Um, and it's a strategy for overcoming procrastination, which we're both very bad or very good at procrastination, aren't we? Yeah. So it's quite simple. If you have a chore you're in danger of putting off, just do it for three minutes and you won't necessarily finish it, but it will step, snap you out of an, an avoidance mindset according to psychologist Dr. Jennifer Wilde. Right. And then three minutes quickly becomes six minutes or nine, and mostly before you know it, the task is done. So just say to yourself, I'm going to do it for three minutes, and then you just go, oh, I just might as well finish now. I like that. I think that's a very smart um, yes. rule. And I liked this. <laughs> I think they're joking, though. Stressed about that big party tonight? Try going for just three minutes. <laughs> Wouldn't that be hilarious? <laughs> go in, say hi, turn around yeah. and leave. <laughs> I suppose it would work in the same way. If you go, you know what, I'm going to go for half an hour. If you've got like an event, like you really don't want to go, you know what, I'm just going to go for half an hour. And then you might end up staying for a few and enjoy yourself. Yeah, you never know, yeah, do yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get it. That would makes perfect sense. I think it's a good um, strategy to, because it takes the pressure off you, doesn't it? It takes any pressure yeah. off you having to enjoy it because you've already, you've given it the moment that you said you were going to and then you can move on. <laughs> So, (laughs) (laughs) listeners, if you could only hear the minutiae of stuff going on in the background. Going on behind the scenes. But, Claire, you've um, sent me a very interesting story. Oh, I found this fascinating this morning when I read this. Yes, you did. You did. You did. You did find it fascinating. Mm. So, um, they were talking about how um, you might blame... Your, uh, if you had COVID, right, and you found that your wine was smelling funny from now on, or that your chips were a bit saltier than normal, or something, you would be blaming it on the fact that you had COVID, right? Because your senses, um, you know, they say that your sense of smell and taste disappears. Yeah, it's one of the first symptoms. And can also not come back properly for a long time. But apparently, it could be somebody else's senses that are making this happen, not yours. Because food and drink are tasting different to how they used to. Because a lot of sommeliers, so wine tasters, and expert food tasters lost their sense of taste and smell after catching COVID. Isn't that interesting? It is interesting. So So the people who are actually making the stuff... Yes. ...have lost their sense of... Yeah, had their sense of smell and taste affected yeah. so then they're making different products yeah and because it's they will have to come up with different ways of deciding on flavors and formulas and so some of them because they can't trust their own senses anymore they have to use um ai so they're using like um artificial intelligence that models our preferences when it comes to flavor aroma and texture so i find that so interesting because like People and people were really scared to t- like people who were in those jobs were really scared to tell their bosses as well that they'd lost their sense of taste. Mm. As well. so obviously, that's their entire job. So a lot of it would be done by knowledge. So often you'd think, well, you know, to make something more sweet, you'd add in, you'd take away something salty or whatever. So they would just do it from their own prior knowledge. But that can have an effect as well on what things then taste like. You know, it's just so fascinating. You know, you worry about people like the Daryl Lee chocolate tasters. 
know, you any, do. You know, Cadbury chocolate tasters. Is it, is it all going to, we're going to find that it's either really, really sweet or really, really not sweet enough? Oh, I mean, it's, it's a concern, isn't it? It's a, it's a worry. It's absolutely a worry. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a question, isn't it? Did you change your name when you got married? No, I didn't. No. But you did on Facebook. Yeah, I did, but that I and then I couldn't change it back within six months because you can't do it. Once you've changed your name once on Facebook, you can't change it back uh, for a while, and um, and then I just never did. I was going oh. to. I don't because. I, but then you know, I don't mind having a nod to my husband in there, but not not for not for my real name. I'm not going to. I don't no, care. Lewis Hamilton, who is a, I believe, a racing car driver. He is a racing car driver. He's changing his name to his mother's maiden name, La Balestier, which I thought was so interesting. It is, isn't it? It's fascinating, isn't it? So he, yeah. um, his mum, did his mum die this year or something, or is she? No, I think she's still around. Right. Yeah. Um, but he's honouring her because um, he wants to continue the name along with the Hamilton name. Which oh no, she did die last year. Right. You're quite right. She died last year. Right. But it's just nice, isn't it, to think, you know. Yeah. He's hyph- He's adding her name to his. Mm. So he's not actually changing his name. He's hyphenating but including her name. That's going to be really I tricky when people are calling races that he's driving in and they have to use all of the names because, you know, Hamilton. Yes. Hamilton's coming around the corner, but they have to say, Lela Stelier, Hamilton's coming around the corner. Like, that's very tricky. By the time they say it, someone could have overtaken him. Just saying. And I suppose the thing is, like, thinking about the future, um, if you keep adding the names in, you're going to end up with very long names, aren't you? Yeah. It's interesting. But I liked it. I liked that he was I doing like that. I like it too. I think it's not. I think mm. there's a big movement, isn't there, towards women not taking men's names and, in fact, to men taking their wives' names yes. as well. And and I, yeah. I'm all for it. I think just do whatever you want, you know. Your name is your name. Sure. If you want to keep it, you, yes. should, you should be able to keep it. And if you exactly. want to, you know, especially if you're called, like, dickhead. <laughs> And, yes. and you marry a lady called Gorgeous, Claire yes. Gorgeous, then you would want, wouldn't you rather be Dick Gorgeous than Dickhead? So you'd change your name back, wouldn't you? I would you? definitely rather be Dick Gorgeous than Dickhead. <laughs> absolutely right about that. I don't think we should end it there. Probably. Yeah. Um, do you want to do a quick We Can't Wait for? Yeah, We Can't Wait. What was the we thing? We Can't Wait for. Um, we're doing something quite exciting in a few weeks' time, aren't we? We are. We are, and we've spoken about this phenomenon, this thing happening when it when it was announced that Robbie Williams was coming to Melbourne to film his biopic, and we were very excited. And then it turns out he's having a concert in Melbourne that's going to be filmed for said film. Oh, I didn't realise that. Yes. Oh. Um, and we're going to it, aren't we? Yeah, it's very we're going to see Robbie. Going to see we're Robbie. flying to Melbourne yeah. and we're going to see Robbie yeah. and we're staying in a hotel yeah. and it's going to be like, you know, girls gone mad on tour. <laughs> ah, it's going to be <laughs> middle-aged ladies go mental. It's going to be like we're going yeah. to have too many lines. one of us is going to fall over. It's one all, of us will cry. One of us will cry. We'll have an argument yeah. about something stupid. Yeah. I get to see my wait. brother. And yeah. so much fun will be had by all. We'll be singing. And I'm going to see my, I'll be seeing, we're taking um, a friend who was my flatmate in London many years ago who lives in Melbourne. She's coming with us. Yep. 
So it's exciting. It's very she fun. Can, yeah. We'll be singing um, angels at the top of our heads. We will and if he plays it. Oh, it's a 60-minute concert, isn't it? Yeah, but you can't, you can't, you can't not do can't that. Not play, can't not play yeah. angels? No. 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 And the other thing I can't wait for is I think Bridgerton starts next week, season two. Yeah. So that's a bit of fun. Very excited about that. And Derry Girls, the trailer dropped for season three. three yeah. Of that. I don't know where we're getting it in Australia. I love Dairy Girls. I love Bridgerton. It's I love amazing. the fact there's lots of TV. Um, and funny enough, the same girls in both. Nicola. Yeah. <laughs> She's been busy, Nic- hasn't she? It's all about Nicola. What, uh, what's her name? Nicola Colon? Is that her name? I don't know. I don't Nicola Colon. Yeah. Mm. You know what? She's yeah. been very busy. Obviously, yes. I wonder if she's had time to think, had time to do her washing, for example. No, probably no. has someone to do it for her. Yeah, probably. Yes. Mm. All right. Okay, well, that's it, Claire. Thank you very much for that loveliness. And we'll be yes. back next week. And come to the PDAs, which is our Facebook group. Yeah, that'll be fun. And, um, you know. And we'll talk to you then. Well, yes, indeed we will. We'll indeed engage we'll. with you. Engage with, yes. Yes. Don't engage with the animals. All right, well, we'll see you next week. Okay, bye. Bye-bye.